Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. Thanks for tuning in today. I really appreciate you. This program is all about educating seniors and their caregivers, helping them make informed decisions. This is a trusted place for you and your family. If you have a question, as always, you can visit online at Senior Care Live, L I V E, SeniorCareLive.com, or you can call 1 800 331 6445. All right. So today on the program, it's going to be an excellent program. Would like to welcome back my friend and special guest today, Mr. David Wiley. He's the president and CEO of Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. And David, welcome back to Senior Care Live. Thanks, Steve. It's good to be here today. All right. So for our listeners, uh, go ahead and write this number down. If you want to reach out to Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care, the number is 816-363-2600, 816-363-2600, or visit online at kchospice.org. All right. So the trees are changing colors and uh, the air is getting kind of cool and there's a little crisp in the air and it's really hard to believe, but it looks like fall is knocking on our door. (laughs) I couldn't agree with you more, Steve, but you know, fall is a a beautiful time of year, but you know, frankly, it feels like uh, time has been suspended um, since, I don't know, sometime around springtime. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it, but you know, it, uh, it feels like we've also, lived through several lifetimes just in the matter of months. And it's amazing to me how quickly fall has come. And, um, you know, I think we all, we feel that way in, in, in a, about life in general as well. You know, we're always so busy responding to life that we, um, time frankly disappears. So, but here we are. So, and it's cool and crisp, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was just looking at one of our trees the other day, big maple tree, and in all the green trees, I have this this cluster of bright yellow leaves. So I I, I know it's I know it's coming and knocking on the door. So, uh, but uh, I, I'm sure your work with with uh, people receiving hospice care uh, in, in your work it becomes so much more clear that even when times are tough and life seems really crazy, there is a lot to appreciate. You know, absolutely, Steve and. And we often hear people compare 
the four seasons to the seasons of life. And, and I think that, that when, when I look at the brilliant leaf cover colors and how naturally we all, we all start to take time to reconnect with our loved ones. We appreciate our, our blessings as we head towards Thanksgiving and, and we, and we grow, we grow closer together. So of course this year, uh, those things seem so much more meaningful, I think to all of us. And, you know, earlier when you mentioned that, uh, you know, in the blink of an eye, it, it's fall. It seems like all of this stuff started last spring. That does seem like a, a couple of years ago, and it seems like <laughs> yesterday at the same time. This is just a strange uh, kind of a time warp, I, <laughs> I, I think, for, right. for most of us. <laughs> but uh, uh, you recently celebrated your four-year anniversary as president and CEO of Kansas City Hospice. But you've been connected to the organization for much longer than that. And I understand that personally, this time of year is also a bittersweet reminder of how you first became connected with the work. You know, Steve, thanks. Um, you're right. I, I've been our CEO now for four years, and I couldn't be more proud of our organization and the care and support that, that we're providing to the community. And as you mentioned, I started my journey with Kansas City Hospice as a family member, and my mom was uh, beautifully cared for, and she died at the Kansas City Hospice House in the fall of 2011. In fact, it was uh, on October 1st, um, and it was an incredible experience for our family. I was, uh, frankly, I was so moved and impressed by the experience that I wanted to get involved. And um, I knew a couple of uh, board members that were on the, the Kansas City Hospice Board of Directors, and, um, and in 2013, um, because of them, they asked me to join the board, and so I did so. Um, and then 14 months later, uh, with a, a bit of twist of fate, I actually joined the organization as staff, and um, I became the chief operating officer in 2014, and, and then the CEO, like you said, in 2016. And I just love my job, and uh, it's been an incredible journey. It's an honor and a privilege to lead and support more than 350 employees to to do this important work every day. Well, and you uh, you just do an excellent job, and, and they're they're lucky to have you. And I know that you're really proud of your entire organization, and and you you just you just do such great work. And uh, we just like to thank you for everything that you and your staff does. It's uh, uh, it's it's fantastic work. It's difficult work, and uh, yeah. Uh, so that's uh, that that's great, and and hopefully uh, this will continue for for years to come. So your mom was cared for, like you said, beautifully cared for at the Kansas City Hospice House, which is one of two inpatient hospice houses uh, owned and managed and operated by Kansas City Hospice. But you also care for people in their homes. Isn't that right? And and can you tell us more about that? You know, absolutely, Steve. And, and yes, we do. We have several programs that provide end-of-life care, and that includes hospice, as we've mentioned, but we say so we do that at home. We also um, provide palliative home health care and also um, our advanced illness support program, and all of those are designed to support folks in their home wherever they call home. So, And our goal is to help people live comfortably with a high quality of life as they age and as their uh, end-of-life symptoms change, and so it's important to consider how caregiver family members can be supported um, as, the, as their loved one progresses. And this includes providing skilled care so family members don't have to take everything on and can be, um, you know, just a son or a granddaughter 
um, or just part of the family. Are you able to do everything in a person's home that you do in an inpatient facility like a hospice house? And and can you share how those services differ or maybe how one setting might be better suited for certain situations? Sure. Um, We are able to provide a full scope of multidisciplinary services to patients and their families in the home. And that's everything from skilled nursing, social work, personal care provided by our certified nursing assistants, as well as chaplain support, and sometimes even a physician or a nurse practitioner. They're all part of the team. It's Mm -hmm. important to help family members anticipate and plan for how their loved one's needs will change as they progress um, during their time with us. Um, It could mean planning for a transition to the hospice house when someone's needs become more complex and the family feels that it could be best met in another setting. It's also about helping each family anticipate the needs of their loved one and also their own need, their own needs and limitations as caregivers. Um, and it also could mean for some uh, that are most comfortable uh, just continuing um, at home uh, in their death. And what we try to do and our goal is support to the wishes of the patient and the family and really provide that right level of support based on their goals of care. And we strive to ensure their loved ones are comfortable and ensure that uh, their own peace of mind as a family member uh, is really top of mind. Okay, all right. And how can people know what the right answer is for their loved one and for their family when it comes to making those choices? You know, it's a great question. And I think it, it touches on an important viewpoint about hospice, which is that the answer to what each family needs is frankly unique to each family. So, you know, our model and the hospice model allows us to offer this interdisciplinary team of support. It encompasses the, you know, the physical and medical care needs, but it also the emotional and spiritual needs. Um, And Kansas City Hospice, we offer the most comprehensive array of options in our community, um, which allows us to work with each family and then tailor their care options and um, their decisions based on their needs and, of course, their wishes. So they don't have to make the decision alone. A lot of times our team works really hard to listen, have conversations, um, and, uh, you know, try to figure out and, you know, ask the right questions to help provide, uh, provide a bit of guidance, but through, through, really through listening. I think that's the most important thing that we can do. Okay. And, uh, you know, I, I know – the second you hear the word Kansas City Hospice House, I mean, immediately you think of Kansas City Hospice, and obviously you've had the Hospice House for many, many years, and mm-hmm. and, and now you have a second one. Now, that second one is uh, up north Kansas City, isn't it? Yeah, it's called the North Care Hospice House, and it's uh, located inside North Kansas City Hospital, and it's on their okay. second level there, and uh, it's its own unit. Um it has a, a beautiful setting, I think. Uh, there's a courtyard and you, all of the, uh, the rooms you can see outside. And so p- folks are able to go outside and, and uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful setting. So it's different than the Kansas City Hospice House, but it's perfect for, for that setting. Okay, and then I, I always love it uh, when uh, when you say that hospice can be provided wherever you call home, and so uh, it can be in someone's home, apartment, uh, maybe an assisted living community, sure. or maybe even at a nursing home. Is that right? Absolutely, it, it's uh, wherever um, our patients call home. 
Um, just like you said, it can be in a variety of set settings. And um, I think that's important pr for people to know. So they should learn as much about hospice um, as they can early on so they can plan for the future. All right. And so to learn more about hospice, visit kchospice.org. It's a tremendous website, and there's a lot of information there. Uh, so be sure to check that out. And now the Senior Care Live question of the week. This is a true-false Hospice care looks the same for each family. Is that statement true or false? We'll have the answer coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, visit SeniorCareLive.com. And you can stream this program to any electronic device. Super simple. Go to SeniorCareLive.com. And you can also stream the program through the app at Radio.com. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. Hospice care looks the same for each family. Is that statement true or false? And the answer is... The answer, Steve, is false. Uh, the interdisciplinary care team model ensures that the needs of each family member can be addressed, but it's in a way that's unique to them. Okay, so now, do you set up like a, a, a care plan or, or like a, a customized approach for each patient and family when you, when, you, uh, when you deliver your care? Absolutely. There's an individual plan of care that's developed um, by our team that's specifically focused on that patient so that we understand, um, you know, what their needs are, their, their disease progression will be different based on their you know, why they're on our service. And so, yep, it's completely individualized. And not only does it set up front, but it's also, it changes over time based on how the needs of the patient and the family change when they're on our service. Okay. That, yeah, that's, that's incredible. That what a, uh, what a, what a great approach. And then, you know, what works for someone, you know, it, that may look very different uh, with someone else, especially uh, maybe given some family or maybe uh, uh, cultural differences. For sure. Um, it's very important for our, our teams to listen, be there in the moment, and like you said, understand their families. You know, sometimes there's unique family dynamics. We all have them. Um, yep. So we, we work really hard to make sure that we can address all of those and be supportive. All right. All right. Uh, David, what words of wisdom can you offer to families in the community who want to prepare for the needs of their aging parents or maybe other uh, aging family members? Well, um, you know, confronting age, it's difficult for all of us, but it's natural, it's inevitable, and, um, and a season that really could, can be in, enjoyed. So I encourage people to think ahead about uh, what their family members might need as they age and, and talk with their loved one about their hopes uh, to be part of their life. I know for me personally, my mom's, um, you know, advanced directive was really important for us at her end of life. She was in complete control. You know, we knew what her wishes were, and I thought that was uh, it was really important and helpful to me 
to me and all of my siblings. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I try to encourage folks to to remember it's not just about the physical symptoms of an illness or aging, but um, though that's important, it, it's also about spiritual and emotional needs and preventing loneliness or feelings of isolation and helping someone carry out their interests um, with them as they age. And finally, I would encourage people to think about their own needs as caregivers. So as an uh, aging family member's needs grow, it becomes uh, easy to forget about your own needs, um, but your whole person must also be cared for. And this is so important to ensuring that you don't suffer from caregiver burnout, uh, that you stay healthy, and, and present to be able to continue to enjoy your time and, and make memories with your loved one um, as they age. Yes, absolutely. And this is something that it's very easy to put off. And so, um, you know, we're definitely uh, on the same page. Just try to be proactive. Don't put mm-hmm. it off. Have the difficult conversations. You'll be so glad you did. Isn't that right, David? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I can remember, um, you know, I carried that piece of paper with me every single day I had it in my pocket at those uh, those critical moments and I probably I literally read it probably uh, 150 times but having it in her own writing it, it meant the world to me and um, at, in the end and reflecting back I'm just so grateful that I was able to fulfill and we as a family and I have a large family I, I have five brothers and sisters and mm-hmm. and um, so but to be able to uh, you know, fulfill somebody else's wishes um, uh, is really, I think it's it's honorable and it's important. So um, absolutely what you, just what you said, Steve. <clears throat> absolutely. That, that is great. And uh, so Kansas City Hospice has helped thousands of families in their end of life journey. And as someone whose loved one was cared for by Kansas City Hospice, and now, as someone who leads the work for the organization, can you share more about how some someone impacted or inspired by this work can give back? You know, I, there's there's a lot of different ways, um, Steve. Um, and I think um, one thing that I would tell you is, uh, like me, I I, I was uh, a family member. I was inspired. I was moved. Um, so I initially I became a volunteer. And, and we, we have um, hundreds of volunteers, and, and mo- most of our volunteers come to us because they've been impacted by the work that we do. Um, so I think that's one way. Um, another way is to, to get involved, um, you know, financially, because um, some folks, they, they like to think about giving their legacy to um, nonprofit organizations, which I think is really, really important. Um, and we can have conversations about that. Um, that's another way where somebody, you know, frankly, is in charge of their legacy. They're in charge of um, of what they want to, how they want to be remembered. So I think that can be great. Um, for example, um, you know, there's ways to support us uh, specifically, and I'm going to tell you about a great event coming up um, next weekend um, on Sunday, October 11th. Um, we're hosting uh, our annual fundraising event. It's called Sunday Night Live. Um, and last year, the community, they raised more than $450,000. Wow. And that's to, to ensure that we can say yes to families in need. And that's regardless of their resources. So folks that can't pay for services or don't have insurance or Medicare, we still take care of them regardless of that. So 
This year's event, it's completely virtual, and that's a great way to relax and unwind in the comfort of your home. Um, attendance is free to Sunday Night Live, and you just simply need to pre-register at kchospice.org forward slash SNL, and that SNL stands for Sunday Night Live. So it's a fun event, and um, we people can participate. You can buy raffle tickets. We have one you know, one or more of our, we have 10 raffle packages. They're all valued greater than $1,000. Um, those tickets are $50 a piece or six for $250. Um, and we also have some really cool silent auction items, and we're doing that online this year. So people can check it out uh, really in, in, their, in privacy and check it out at home. So it's kind of fun. That must be a lot of work to put that together virtually. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm proud of our development team. They've turned on a dime and they're making it happen. But I think they're uh, they're breathing, uh, they're living, breathing, eating, sleeping, and dreaming about it right now. So we're <laughs> we're ready for the, we'll be ready for the twelfth when it comes. <laughs> and and you know, it's just such a such a great event, such a well done event. But uh, you had Thank mentioned. You in the past, you know, there are a lot of folks who would love to attend, but maybe they're out of town or they just can't mm -hmm. make it. So this set really opens that uh, up for them and, and, and all people to attend uh, this year. So I, I think it's a, a positive thing. So it's great. And we'll have people from all over the nation, I bet. So join us. All Please do. Absolutely. So thank you so much. I'm really looking forward to that event. I'll definitely be there virtually. And uh, for our listeners, if you want to get involved, maybe buy some raffle tickets, kchospice.org slash SNL. David, do you have uh, a few minutes to stay with us through the third segment or into the third segment? Absolutely. That'd be great. Okay, yeah, let's just continue that conversation. Have a few more questions for you. So for our listeners, uh, don't go away. We'll have a whole lot more coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. And don't forget to check out our podcasts of every single episode of this program at SeniorCareLive.com. All right, David. So thanks for much, uh, so much for being generous with your with your time today. I just didn't want to rush through that uh, that Sunday night live. I uh, just wanted to visit about that a little bit longer. So we let's make this like really, really official. We are celebrating the 40th anniversary of Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care, and that's uh, that's a heck of a milestone. You know, it is a big milestone, Steve. It, it's so important. Um, and you're right. We served our very first patient on November 3rd, 1980, wow. and uh, it's been an incredible journey since then. And so um, we're looking forward to this uh, event this year, uh, Sunday Night Live, to you know turn it into an anniversary celebration because it's an important milestone for our company. And who would ever have thought that this one had to go viral because of a, a or not viral, but virtual because of a pandemic? <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. Well, the one good thing about it is you don't have to worry about the weather, and <laughs> so uh, right. yeah. That, that, yeah. that that's a that's a benefit. But um, like I said before, the team's working really hard. I think it's going to be a lot of fun for folks to to be entertained and, and uh, to hear about the, our progress and uh, and not only about the past but how we're looking forward too. All right. And so usually Sunday Night Live uh, for the past, oh, you said it's been going on this particular celebration for about 15 years. Uh, and it's it's the uh, I think it's your premier fundraising event of the year. Uh, you've been holding that at uh, the uh, Power and Light District downtown, right? Yeah, uh, the the um, our gala or our fundraiser, you're, you're right, have been uh in existence for 15 or 16 years and we've had it focused on certain ways and we used to do kind of a hotel event you know with the uh-huh. auction and all that stuff and uh, some entertainment and we decided um, just about five years ago to move it downtown and we moved it to a Sunday night uh, um, and uh, that allows folks to as many folks as possible can attend um, on a Sunday night so it's a little bit less busy sometimes for folks and uh, we get together and, and have a, have a good time. And this year we're going to do the same thing, just do it virtually. So there's a, there's a, it's going to be a great time, I think. All right. And so you mentioned that last year you were able to raise over $450,000, which is just fantastic. Uh, give us an idea of uh, what the the funds are used for, because I I know that you you don't say no to anyone. I mean, if, if someone does not have the resources uh, for hospice services, you're able to provide those through fundraising events like this. So, can, can you give us an example of of you know maybe a, a patient or family that you're able to serve uh, using some of these donations to kind of help offer that service? You know, sure, Steve. Uh, uh, you know, the one that you mentioned right off the top is, is a big one, and that's um, last year we had just about $600,000 in charity care, um, and and that's for, you know, folks that uh, are unable, they don't have the resources um, uh, to pay. And so I think the beautiful thing is that, that we provide just the same level of care, the same level of compassion and expertise, regardless of, of uh, people's station in life. And and, and that's important to who we are as a nonprofit organization. We have several programs that um, either don't generate revenue, meaning we offer them to the community free of charge. So we've talked about our Solace House, which is a center for grief and healing, which can be really important to people. Mm-hmm. Um, during the summer, uh, we do uh, ch- children's camps. Um, we do a, a kids camp uh, in, the, in June that's free of charge. It's called Camp Aaron. And um, that allows, you know, little ones who are experiencing grief to get together to have a fun cam we- camp weekend, but also get grief support um, over that weekend. And they leave that weekend knowing, you know, that they're not the only, only ones facing, you know, um, grief in their life. And so that's great. We do Camp Carousel, and that's for families to come together for a camp weekend in the fall. Um, so those are just a few examples um, of uh, different programs that we offer that um, are free of charge to folks and um, they make a difference in their life and and we're we're super proud of that that is excellent and so 
for our listeners, if you're wanting to get involved here, uh, Kansas City Hospice is a nonprofit organization. They are just an absolute jewel in our community. We're very fortunate to have them serving patients and families uh, here in our community. If you want to get involved, first of all, David mentioned earlier, uh, jump in and volunteer. That's that's yeah. how David started uh, with with this. I mean, his his mother, his family uh, were you know they were involved. His mother was a patient, and then it, it was such a, a positive experience as far as just being impressed with the, the the beautiful and wonderful care that she received. That he was really motivated to volunteer, and then just got more involved. and And now he's the president and CEO <laughs> of Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. So. Uh, you know, maybe you've you've lost a loved one, or maybe you would like to get involved. Jump in and volunteer. Now, David, should they just if someone said, you know what, I, I want to do that, is it best just to call, or do you go to the website, or how would you raise your hand and say, David, I want to help? Sure. You know, um, the, either way, Steve. If you, if they if folks want to call our um, number, which is eight one six three six three thirty six hundred, that's uh, twenty six hundred. Um, that's 816-363-2600 or go onto our website. Uh, they can, there's a tab for volunteer services and they can look at a variety of ways. And uh, we always work hard to match up, you know, an interest um, with folks to, to help us out. So that's a, a great suggestion, Steve. Excellent, excellent. And then, uh, if you're like me, um, I, I'm definitely going to buy some raffle tickets on on some of these trips. Uh, one of them was to, uh, you know, a, a sunny beach, <laughs> and uh, and I, my wife would love that. But I'm definitely buying some yeah. raffle tickets. And uh, I think you've had some uh, different, really interesting packages uh, from. Uh, well, do you do you know about some of the packages that are going to be uh, uh, that are up for bid? Sure. They're, they range from uh, trips, like you mentioned. So there's a, a Santa Fe vacation stay that's terrific. There's a Puerto Vallarta paradise, uh, you know, a house, a beach with a pool, which is terrific. There's a, if you like to drive, there's an Aspen summer getaway. There's a Branson getaway. Um, there's a really cool Chiefs package. Um, there's a great golf package. There's a foodie tour. If you like fine wine, we have a fine wine raffle package. Um and there's even one called Diamond Delight. So uh, there's there's ten different raffle packages that I think mm-hmm. are are terrific. And then there's actually thirty different uh, um, um, silent auction items that you can bid on. And once you register, you can bid on those um, those, and uh, it it'll send you a text message and let you know when your bid is it, it's out of. Uh, I've done it, so <laughs> it tells you yeah. if somebody's outbid you. So like pizza okay. of the year is a great example. Um, so there's some real fun, some real cool Chiefs uh, signed uh, autograph things. So mm-hmm. it's kind of, there's something for everybody for sure. Excellent. I, I have my eye on that uh, Puerto Vallarta uh, getaway. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to be uh, 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 contributing some money uh, toward, toward that raffle. So uh, that'll be great. So, uh, so, and 
What a major fundraiser. And you have other fundraising. Uh, you know, we've talked about Mustache Month, and, and we have a lot yeah. of fun with some of these. Uh, but it's all for a very good cause, very serious cause, very worthy cause. And uh, But this is this is the big one of the year. And even if you can't go down to Power and Light, well, don't do that because we won't be there. <laughs> right. We're, we're trying to be... Uh, <laughs> We're trying to be safe and healthy and all that. It's going to be online. And so if, if you'd like to attend this event, it's a spectacular event. It's going virtual this year. All you have to do is pre-register at kchospice.org forward slash SNL. That stands for Sunday Night Live. And, and David, when you pre-register then, um do you get do you receive a link or how do you uh, actually connect? Yeah, absolutely. Once you're um, registered, you will uh, receive a link. There's no charge to to attend the event. There's of course different um, levels uh, of uh, possibilities for different packages in terms of, of of financially supporting if that interests you, but to just to learn more about us and and tune in for the for that hour. Um, it, it's just it, it's six of six o'clock on October 11th. So um, they will receive a link and it will give you all the details. All right. So 6 p.m. and this is Sunday evening, 6 p.m. Central Time, Sunday, October the 11th. And uh, again, you can pre-register at kchospice.org forward slash SNL. All right, David, thanks so much for uh, staying with us a little longer today and talking about uh, Sunday Night Live. And congratulations on 40 years providing excellent hospice and palliative care services for patients and their families uh, throughout our region. Thank you so much uh, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you very much, you and your entire organization. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. And uh, we're looking forward to having people tune in on Sunday, October 11th. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Thank you so much. And I'll, I'll definitely be in attendance. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you there, David. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. So I really enjoyed that. And, and again, I, I, uh, the KC Hospice uh, major event, Sunday Night Live, is a virtual event Sunday evening at 6 p.m., October the 11th. And to attend that, just get pre-registered at kchospice.org forward slash SNL. I'll have more coming up. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. All right, so I, I spoke with uh, two clients this past week, and both of them asked me the same question because we were discussing long-term care as the right level, uh, the right level of care for their loved ones, and then they asked, well, wait a minute, do we need long-term care or should we 
consider memory care. And so that always, uh, <laughs> that's a very common question. And the, re- and this, and the gentleman I, I was thinking of specifically, he's a very smart man. So he under, he understands, but he's been given, uh, I, I guess, the wrong information. And frankly, I think in our marketplace and, and possibly nationally, the term memory care is just not being used properly. So uh, as I reflected on my conversation with David Wiley in Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care, David always says that hospice is a type of care that can be offered and provided for their patients wherever their patients call home. And so I thought, you know what, that's a that's a great way to describe that. So hospice care is a special type of care that can be provided in your home. It can be provided in an, like at your house, at your apartment. It can be provided to you and in an, if you're living in an assisted living community or even a nursing home. And obviously it can be provided at the KC Hospice House and then the their other KC Hospice House up north in the, in the North KC Hospital. So it, it is a type of care, a special type of care that can be provided in all sorts of different locations. Well, memory care, that's the same concept. Memory care is a special type of care that can be provided wherever you call home. And I'm I'm glad I kind of put the two and two together. And I think this makes it really, really simple to understand. So memory care is a special type of care for, uh, for residents and individuals with some type of cognitive impairment. So typically that would include, you know, some form of dementia. It could be Alzheimer's. The cognitive impairment could be a residual effect from having a stroke. It could be related to Parkinson's disease. There are a lot of different things that could lead to uh, cognitive impairment. If someone, uh, I, I've, I've heard the term chemo brain, which is uh, a, a, a terrible uh, result of chemotherapy, and that somehow has an effect on your cognitive uh, abilities, and you come out of cancer treatment with uh, basically with memory loss and the issues surrounding that. So there are a lot of different ways. The most common would be you know some form of dementia, Alzheimer's, etc. So uh, memory care can be provided in your home. You could have a home care service that specializes in caring for cognitively impaired residents, and that can be provided in your home. But if you need to move to a senior care community, such as an assisted living community, you may move to a home plus level of care, which I mentioned that last week uh, on Peter Newman's show on Moneyline. That was a a great time visiting with Peter last Saturday, Uh, but I talked about uh, home plus. He was asking about, hey, what, what do you think about these homes? And it's literally a house where they care for people. And that's the home plus level of care. And it is literally a ranch style type of a house. It could be uh, an existing house that's been renovated or remodeled uh, to care for eight to maybe 12 residents. Uh, or it could be a brand new construction. So it could be a new built, a newly built ranch style home uh, with all of the kind of modern amenities, et cetera. And, and obviously that doesn't need remodel because they're they're building it to specifications. So that entire building is dedicated 
to caring for residents with cognitive impairment. So again, memory care at the assisted living level of care, memory care at the home plus level of care, and you can have memory care at that long-term care, also known as a nursing home level of care. So uh, typically, typically you're going to have a building and it is going to, let's just use the number of 100. Okay, so uh, you could have uh, maybe 80 residents in in you know three quarters of the building receiving just general care i i just call it that that's what i call it just general everyday care and support throughout the majority of the building and they care for residents with all types of needs including mild dementia uh, early stages of alzheimer's who, you know, so these folks are getting along, but they need help with, uh, you know, with some things and they have a little bit of memory loss, but they're still functioning pretty well. And then as they begin to decline and have more needs and more issues, and maybe they become an elopement risk or, and there, there could be, you know, lots of other issues. Maybe they decline to the point where they now require memory care. Well, not all of the communities in our area, but some of them do offer very specific memory care, and it's a part of the building. Let's say the other 25% of that building uh, that would uh, accommodate 20 residents. So it's typically uh, always uh, generally a, a, a smaller space, and that's for a reason. Uh, we want less stimulation. So, you know, 20 residents, uh, you know, compared to maybe 80 or 100 residents throughout the rest of the building, that's just, that's just less less people, less noise, less things going on, and, and, uh, and, and you know, fewer distractions, less stimulation. That's what we want. Uh, the smaller space, maybe a 30-foot-long hallway is easier to deal with a 100-foot-long hallway. So uh, it's just less intimidating. It's less daunting. There are also codes on the doors because it's very common for an individual with cognitive impairment to either wander. So you're, you're walking around and you're wonder what's going on outside. So you kind of wander away from the building. You could put yourself unintentionally into harm's way. So if, for example, you could walk outside, it's zero degrees, it's 100 degrees, you could walk out into traffic, uh, all sorts of issues where you don't have the ability or understanding to know that, hey, this is a bad idea, or this is a dangerous situation. So you have codes on the doors, so you can't get out, you can certainly leave the space, you just need to be accompanied for your own safety and security. And then you have activity programming that's different. Uh, instead of an hour long activity, you might have a 20 or 30 minute long activity. So you have more activities, shorter time frames, and uh, there's generally more staff, uh, typically in the memory care portion of that community. They're trained in redirection and they expect, uh, they expect uh, something that's called sundowning. So this is fairly typical with uh, cognitively impaired residents who have Alzheimer's disease. Now you may not, this may not be always true, but many of them will have sundowning where late afternoon, early evening, they appear to become more confused, disoriented, uh, more irritated, uh, maybe even highly agitated. They have a lot of uh, uh, nervous energy that they kind of need to burn off. And so they're trained to deal with all of these things. And again, that's a special type of care, just like hospice is a type of care that can be provided at many levels of care, including 
in your home. So hopefully that makes it a little more understandable and less confusing. Again, I think the term memory care is just misused in our marketplace, and and I'm pretty sure it's misused throughout uh, the entire country, actually. So hopefully that helps. If you have questions about that, you could always reach me at my firm, Senior Care Consulting at 913-945-2800. And if you need help searching for the right senior care community, we do that around here 24 hours a day. That's all we do. All right. Again, thanks to David Wiley with KC Hospice uh, for being my guest today and spending a lot of extra time with us today. I really appreciated that. Really enjoyed this program today. All right. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. Join me next week right here on Senior Care Live. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.